0: It all started with a dream.
1: This is so stupid.
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I've waited my whole life for this. <laughs> I got some things to say.
1: I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. <laughs>
0: internet was in a tizzy last week because Mark Saltzman, a former writer for Sesame Street, posted that Bert and Ernie oh are gosh. a gay couple.
1: I Okay, keep going. And all
0: of the internet posted, it's official, Bert and Ernie are gay. Well, the production company and the creator behind Sesame Street's Bert and Ernie said Tuesday that the two puppets are not gay. Refuting a comment made by the show writer that suggested the characters were homosexual. As we have always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends, Sesame Workshop said in a statement. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. Even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street Muppets do, they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Burn.
0: (laughs) Since then, Mark Saltzman has clarified he meant that when he was writing them, that's how he thought of them as he wrote, since he himself was a homosexual. Oh my goodness. But uh, it was the fact that, and even when you go back and read what he he actually said, it even kind of comes off that way now that he's clarified it. And I think it was just the fact that Society at large has been wanting this to be true
1: for so long, for
0: such a long time, yeah, because they want to be able to have that represented in a kids' show. I don't understand why we have this need as a society to sexualize preschool things,
1: it, it's nonsense, right? To be totally honest, kids don't however, even understand however, that at all. However, if there was a point. toy marketed with body parts. People would be all up in arms about it. A toy marketed for a preschooler that... And I'm not talking Barbie because, sure, Barbie kind of has body
2: parts.
1: (laughs) But do you know, are you following me? Are you on the same wavelength that I'm on? I could see people being livid. Why is this a preschool toy? Why are we marketing this for preschoolers? But those same people have this innate need within them to... When it comes to cartoons, to movies, to television shows. Yeah. To oversexualize it. Over
0: sexualize it. Way too early. Way before they need to be thinking about any of that kind of stuff.
1: My goodness. My twelve and thirteen well, almost twelve and thirteen year olds still are not at that page. Canon has a girlfriend, but I he won't walk out the school with his girlfriend. You and Daedra started dating roughly at that age. When she
0: was thirteen, I was fifteen. Okay.
1: Yeah. So What did your relationship look like in those early stages?
0: We were all over each other. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Inappropriately. (laughs) He
1: he hurt his little girlfriend's feelings the other day, right? And I told him, "You, you publicly hurt her feelings, and you publicly need to apologize to her. That's the right thing to do. And so later that day, I asked, did you apologize? Yeah, I told her I was sorry. All of her friends were around, and I just let her know that what I did was mean. I said, did you give her a hug or handshake, high five, anything? No, mom. Okay. (laughs) I'm so confused right now. Like, (laughs) He doesn't walk out the school with her. He doesn't walk in the school with her. If he sees her, he waves at her and he keeps walking.
0: That's not a relationship.
1: (laughs) I mean, they're friends. I just, okay. I also asked him, what's her favorite color? I don't know. What's her favorite candy? I don't know. When's her birthday? I don't know Canon why is this girl your girlfriend? <laughs> She's pretty mom.
0: <laughs> I will admit something uh, and this is Dan's fault. Oh okay. first of all first <laughs> Listen of up, all D. I was wrong but it's her fault for not telling me I was wrong for so long. I misspelled her last name for the first two entire years of our relationship Oh. Yeah. as VASSER when it's AR mm-hmm. and she seen me write it so many times in the two years and never bothered to correct me until someone else saw me write it and corrected me and I was so mad and so embarrassed that she never said anything. She's like, I didn't care I'm like well, I care <laughs> <And she's laughs> I don't like- want to look like an idiot. <laughs> She's like, girlfriend, I "I "I wanna know how to spell your dang name.
1: I plan to take your name (laughs) anyway. What does it matter?
2: (laughs) Uh, So you're
0: sitting there saying, Well, it's when's her birthday. I'm like, I didn't even know how to spell her last name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. How did we get here? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> oversexualizing
1: children's things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure,
2: but...
0: You know what else I don't understand? The trend of overly gross things for kids. Like, you were talking about games, and what popped into my head is a recent one that I've seen, and there's a new, like, kids, not board game, but, you know, one of those <gasps> special games.
1: Yes. Is it the toilet one? Yes. Oh, my gosh! Where it's
0: a toilet, you flush to roll this dice, and it tells you how many times you plunge the plunger in. Uh-huh. And then eventually, yeah, eventually a big anthropomorph, well, not anthropomorphized, but a turd with a face on it pops out the back end and you get a point or whatever if you cause it to pop out, but you get two points if you catch the turd. Yeah. Yeah. But, (laughs) but we remember, um, a few years ago. This uh, game won the award for best children's game, something or other, for 2014, I think it was, and it was a game called Doggy doo
1: Oh yeah, I remember which that. Which was about
0: picking up dog poop. But
1: for some reason, that one doesn't bother me as much. I well, feel no, like it...
0: because this one you're actually catching a flying turd in the air.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I was on the phone with my mom one night she and I have been chatting a lot recently and our phone conversations are like four hours long for some reason. Goodness I don't gracious. Like, yeah, I don't... I'm just How really... How do you
0: function in life?
1: I'm really missing my mama. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, I'm sitting there on the couch. The kids are playing. They're watching some either Disney or Nickelodeon or something. And that commercial comes on. And I don't think Okay, anything. so
0: there was a real commercial that came on a real TV show. Yes. Channel. I was about to say, I'm hoping it was just an internet hoax because I've only seen it on. No.
1: No, it's a So it comes on and I'm still talking to my mom and I'm not saying anything. And then a few minutes go by and it comes on again. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and then it comes on a third time. And I stopped my mom in the middle of the sentence. And I was like, Mom, I have watched this stupid commercial three times now. It is a game with a toilet, and a plunger, and a turd that looks like a sausage with a face on it. And she's like, what are you talking about?
0: Are you you having a stroke?
1: Three times in a row with a twenty-minute period. Absolutely disgusted watching this. Game yeah, it's thinking, awful. This is terrible. I'm sure
0: people listening are disgusted by our conversation. Well, as well. but no, yes, they've,
1: they've all probably seen it. At least yeah. most of them have all seen it, and they're probably <laughs> like, "Yep, I hear you."
0: What What is our world coming to? I have no idea.
2: You're listening to the best of the back row.
0: Are you struggling with a kidney stone?
1: Kidney stone?
0: I don't know if it'll work for gallstones. But Mm -hmm. it does work for kidney stones. This study says that you can dislodge them by riding a roller coaster.
1: Okay, so you don't want to dislodge a gallstone. So don't.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, so don't do this. Yeah, don't do this. Don't ride a roller coaster if you have a gallstone. Yeah. But a Michigan State University professor discovered that riding a roller coaster helps patients pass kidney stones with nearly a 70% success rate. Wow! The study included riding the same roller coaster with multiple kidney models attached to the researchers. They discovered that the results are better while sitting in the back of the coaster uh, with a passage rate of nearly 70%. They also found that the passage rate jumped to 100%. If the stones were located in the upper chamber of the kidney as opposed to the bottom chamber well so I mean it it's very effective
1: I want to know why why the back of the roller coaster
0: because it's it wiggles more it's just really? like the you back think? of the, just like the back of the van you would uh, if you're driving yeah, in a big van so. yeah the back gets all the okay the wiggle. that makes sense
1: yeah all right.
0: <laughs> it's legit <laughs> uh, Kidney stones are no fun You have a gallstone Have you ever had a kidney stone?
1: I've never had a kidney stone I Well it's a little
0: different for women I mean it still hurts To pee them out But Men's <laughs> 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 Men's have a lot narrower of an escape And a lot longer of a journey <laughs> To get there
1: <laughs> Okay
0: And whoo it hurts I've had one I've had two Really? One happened when I was a kid Really? Because my mom was not good about making me drink water. Well. Wow. <laughs> so I drank a lot of soda. Mm. And whoo, boy.
1: That's not fun.
0: Oh, no, it was not. It was not. Yeah. You know those goat heads? Yeah. You get stuck in your foot? Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like you're peeing out.
1: So how do you know that you have a <laughs> kidney stone? Like, what is it? What are the symptoms?
0: Um... <laughs>
1: Oh, never mind. I thought since you just had to, you trying, would I'm know. I'm just trying to word
0: it oh, okay. appropriately. Okay. It feels like you have. Uh
2: huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it feels like it feels like you have a rock in your okay privates that you got it, and you can't pee anymore. Kay. it like blocks it. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's bad. Okay. It's bad. Got it. Mm. (laughs) You want to dislodge that thing. Makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Let's see here. Now, I mean, when it's in your kidney, I don't really know what it feels like. I think it just hurts, just like your gallbladder one hurts. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you want to pee it out. You can't do surgery for it, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless it's big enough, but I think they don't encourage it.
1: I'm just remembering the Friends episode where Joey had kidney stones, but all I can remember is the doctor saying kidney stones. (laughs) That's all that I can remember. (laughs) Sorry.
0: You're no help.
2: I know. I'm sorry. You're listening to the best of the back row.
0: Uh, Yesterday, we were telling you about a couple wedding stories that were saved, uh, disasters averted, and marriages gone off Mm -hmm. without a hitch. Yeah. Uh, And then we alluded to a story that happened uh, here just, I think it was a year and a half ago. Uh, I I work in a church, and I work in the sound booth, and so I'm typically the one that is running the sound system for weddings that happen in our church.
1: Right.
0: And uh, there was one that just didn't go very smoothly and it started way late and i was getting bored so i started live tweeting it and uh here's the story as it progressed tweet by tweet
2: it's so good
0: working a wedding that starts in two hours decorators are just now showing up and the groom won't answer his phone i'm predicting chaos The groom cannot be located. We might have a reverse runaway bride happening, people. At this point, I had everybody hooked. (laughs) The bride's mom is freaking out. She just yelled, he better be dead or in a ditch, because if he's not, he's gonna be. The groom's parents have shown up and were apparently unaware of the missing groom issue. Bride's mom is yelling at them. Fist fight? Question mark? No fist fight. So the bride is supposed to be getting her hair done and stuff, but instead she's calling every friend she knows. This boy is in trouble. All the while, the decorators are still working away. One tripped over a set of string lights they set up, but that's the only drama there. It's an hour to go. The bride, in her dress, just stormed out and drove away from the church. I'm assuming she's going a-hunting. The groom has arrived! His phone was dead and he was just running behind. New problem. The bride left her phone behind at the church. Everybody is frantically calling everybody they know any place that she might go. Sounds like no one has seen her yet. The rest of the family is showing up and assuming she is the one who was getting cold feet. Decorators are done. Not sure it matters now. Wow. (laughs) Half an hour until the wedding is supposed to start. No sign of the bride. Groom is crying. Should I start the seating music or not? (laughs) Father of the bride is trying to lighten the mood by cracking jokes. Mother of the bride went into the bathroom ten minutes ago. Pastor is sitting with me in the sound booth, avoiding conversation. Not much to update at the moment. Nobody knows what to do. Hopefully she'll make it back by six. Maybe she wasn't going hunting for the groom. Maybe she was getting out of Dodge. Father, the groom just made the, I guess you're marrying the maid of honor joke to his son, who is sobbing uncontrollably. I'm so uncomfortable. I started the seating music because people keep coming in. I can't make eye contact with anyone. Room is really filling up groom moved to the back hall pastor went to still no word on the bride this could just fizzle out i have a gut feeling that this wedding isn't starting in three minutes the bride's mother has now left the church to search for her daughter no police reports on crashes or anything so that's good restarting the seating music playlist i don't understand how there's been no contact yet The pastor just announced to the crowd that there's going to be a delay. Oh, you think? (laughs) Oh my. Seems people are already giving up and leaving. It's only 15 after people keep hope alive. Gosh. The father of the bride is on the phone with the mother and I think they found her. But he sounds angry now, not sure what's up. They have found her and she's on her way, but something is still up. I'll keep you posted dad is still visibly angry, not worried, mad. Could just be that she ran off. The groom is outside gathering his composure. You see, this is why you gotta keep your phones charged, people. (laughs) Assuming this wedding happens, this is going to be one tense honeymoon. Restarting the seating music again flower girl is asleep in the back pew back row baptist in the making (laughs) the bride is here y'all this thing might happen after all dot 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 she is drunk y'all maybe not drunk but certainly tipsy I hear them arguing in the foyer behind me bride is adamant the ceremony begin father is against it. lots of yelling hashtag awk (laughs) yes she is still in her dress and they are asking the pastor if they can start no bride groom confrontation yet pastor is willing to continue despite her tipsiness I think he just wants it over with people are getting into place this is happening oh gosh I couldn't tweet because I was on the soundboard but the ceremony is over and they are married but that was the most violent kiss in history (laughs) They're still going to take the wedding photos. Oh, she just slapped him. I'm going to end the updates there. I feel like we know what kind of evening they're in for. Ten years from now, this will be funny to them. (laughs) Final message. That's all I got. Photos finished up fine. I didn't go to the reception. Story's over. So, I had a few friends that weren't at the wedding, but knew this couple. And they were freaking out. Uh, they were calling people saying what's going on I was getting calls or texts from them saying is this really happening Um, of course this is a fake story this didn't happen <laughs> the first few tweets were real the decorators did show up just two minutes before the groom was gone he wasn't here when he was supposed to be uh, but he did show up the wedding did get delayed a lot uh, that's why I still got to tweet uh, but they were waiting, actually, on a grandmother that was stuck somewhere. Their car, Her car had not started or something. And so they were having to go get the grandmother and come back. And that's why it was delayed. Um, well, and what
1: added to the story is you even took a picture of the pastor sitting in the, <laughs> sitting sound, in the
0: sound booth, booth with, with me, you. Drinking water. And, yeah. and one of them, he looked nervous. And, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't ask him to pose for them or anything. I didn't even tell him I was taking the photos. Um, but, yeah. So I... I kept that going for uh, nearly three hours. And at this point, I had thousands of people on Twitter following me, asking questions, freaking out. Um, There were a few people in there that called me out saying, this can't be real because you can't legally get married if you're intoxicated. And the pastor would know this, uh, um, but it was buried under so many people saying, I can't believe this is happening. Keep us updated. On what's happening now that nobody really noticed. And so I was just having the time of my life. Thousands of retweets, people posting the whole story on their websites and blogs, lots of questions in the days afterwards. Wow.
2: Um,
0: so I didn't let on to anybody except the people that I knew that were freaking out that this was fake. <laughs> and i have uh, this included my mother in law included megan and tyler kelly that've been on the show a few times uh when we were podcast um <laughs> and uh they're like oh gosh i thought this was i thought this was the end for both of them that sounded so bad i'm like i'm sorry i didn't mean to freak you out i didn't know any of y'all knew them i thought i was just talking to my twitter folks
1: well and i got a text from megan <laughs> yeah. that said have you been on Twitter? And I was like, no, I never get on Twitter. Why? She's like, go get on Twitter and look at what Matt's posting. And so I'm reading and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm going back and forth between Twitter and texting her and I'm like, is this for real? Is this really happening? And she's like, I don't know. Just keep reading. Just keep watching. And at this point, she already knew, but she was also oh she reading. was
0: playing along. yeah, now at this and so point I'm like,
1: you. what is going on? <laughs> what is happening at the church right now?
0: She told me she was about ready to get in her car and start looking for the bride, too. That's funny. Um, gosh, it's so funny. Um, so, yeah. So, six months later, I quietly tweeted that I had made up that whole story. I'm like, remember that wedding from Hex story from six months ago? Totally made it up. Uh, only a few people that had seen it actually saw that tweet. And they a couple of them were very upset with
1: me. Jeez, Matt.
0: <laughs> like, how dare they not be a messed up couple? Uh, had a terrible day right uh, but yeah that was the the funnest experience i've had as back row baptist that
1: was good it was, it good. was you need to do more things like that
0: but they have to be f- few and far between otherwise people aren't going to believe me so and now that i've brought it up again i gotta wait like a whole another year at least so people can forget you're listening
2: to the best of the back row
0: I think it's time for some random facts.
1: Random facts. All right. Are we ready for this? Let's do it. All right. Selfies kill more people than sharks. There (laughs) have been just 439 fatal shark attacks worldwide since 1958. That's just seven and a half shark-related deaths per year. However, in India alone, 27 people perished from selfie-related causes in 2015.
0: So that's just in India. That's not even worldwide. Yep. And it's already way more. Wow.
1: Yep. I believe that.
0: All right.
1: 100%. So the next time that you go to the ocean and I don't want to get in the water because of sharks, Whatever. Uh, in contrast don't to- just
0: lay that out there like that's what I do
1: no not you,
0: <laughs> you made it do like you really do that no.
1: okay no
0: it sounded like you were accusing me okay. so next time you're at the ocean you're like I don't want to go because there's sharks don't be dumb
1: alright my bad I do not mean that towards Matt he has never actually said that however there are people who say it so you're
0: done I find that I react the same way if a shark is coming towards me or if my foot Touches a piece of seaweed.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. And that's just being safe. <laughs> in contrast to popular belief, the fruit wasn't named for its color, but the other way around. The first known use of the word orange is described, to describe a color in English took place in
0: 1512. Hmm. Okay. 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 Makes okay. sense.
1: Uh, Chuck E. Cheese is just your favorite anthropologist anthropomorphic
0: anthropomorphic
1: mouse's nickname okay that
0: means human characteristic animal
1: oh okay Learn something new that's your random fact uh his full name is charles entertainment cheese (laughs) i knew that
0: (laughs) i would like to go to charles entertainment cheese please father
1: i knew that but we grew up when Chuck E. Cheese... I don't, when do you think Chuck E. Cheese first came out?
0: Oh, I don't know. I remember it long before I was aware of television and commercials.
1: Yeah, I think when my dad and my stepmom first started dating. My yeah. stepmom had two boys, my two stepbrothers. And then, of course, my dad and I. But that's where they took us for their date night. You know, mm. it had to be family-friendly, had to be kid-friendly. And I can remember going to Chuck E. Cheese. And that was back when the pizza actually tasted good, the carpets didn't smell like stinky feet, and the games were... Legit.
0: (laughs) I just remember that we went there uh, for a youth thing and our youth leader was there first at the door first and they wouldn't let him in without us. Like you can't go as an adult just by yourself to Chuck E. Cheese, which makes sense because it's Mm -hmm. a kid thing. But at the same time, they also sell beer and junk now. Yeah. So if you like the pizza and you're an adult, you got to bring a kid with you i in. wonder
1: if that's still the case or if it's changed because were they doing the stamps back then sure. on the hand i think so yeah and every person who's a part of a group has one specific number i think so i remember that wasn't a big thing when i was a kid but then when i took my kids and i tried to just walk in and they're like no no ma'am we we need to stamp your hand i'm like oh, okay go ahead thinking it's just gonna be Chuck E. cheese's head yeah. No, it's a number and my kids all have the same number, and I'm like, oh, what is this? For? It's the Mark
0: of the Beast. What's going on?
1: Right? What? what?
0: The mark of the Cheese.
1: What's, the, what, what's going on here? Oh, that's so nobody can take your kid and leave with them. Oh! oh okay. Got it.
0: <laughs> it's not a bad idea. It's
1: not a bad idea. Okay, in the Japanese version of Pac Man, the ghost names were hints as to how they behaved Chaser, Ambusher, Fickle, and Stupid. <laughs> Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man is my favorite all-time arcade game. Really? Yep. Mm, My favorite
0: all-time arcade game was the Simpsons um, scrolling fighting game. I don't even know that one. It's really
1: fun. Uh, I kind of dominate at Pac-Man. All right. And at any given moment, there are an estimated 108 million people on a diet in the U.S.
0: Wow. We some fat peeps.
1: Well, I don't know that we're fat I'm fat Necessarily
0: I'm a fat peep
1: I feel like We're full of a lot of people Who are not happy with the way that they look But they're not truly committed to changing it
0: mm, I think that's a deep conversation for another time
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're listening to the best of the back row 17 loving toughness principles for singles and married couples. This is from Dr. James Dobson. Uh, let's just take them one by one, see if we agree. Number one, don't let a relationship move too fast in its infancy. That seems legit, simple and true. Okay. Always. Number two, two. <laughs> don't discuss your personal inadequacies and flaws in great detail when a relationship is new. Yeah, this is absolutely right. Yeah, You don't want to be telling people all your dirty laundry at the very beginning. I think this is with any relationship. absolutely. And, uh, ease into that stuff. Yeah. I got a lot of crap in my past. I don't go around broadcasting that yeah. to the new people that I meet. Yeah. I got to let them know the real me first. And they're like, hey, I used to be a turd. <laughs> uh, number three, remember that respect precedes love. Build it stone upon stone. Mm. You absolutely have to respect uh, your spouse or future spouse. Uh, show them that respect and in that way you show them love. I Again, I
1: feel that. like this can go with a friendship as sure. well. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. Uh Number four, don't call too often on the phone or give the other person an opportunity to get tired of you. Data and I talked all the time. I don't think we ever got tired of each yeah, other.
1: I was going to say, I don't, I don't know <laughs> how much I agree with this one. <laughs> If somebody's going to get tired of me from talking on the telephone, then, then we can't I don't want to be
0: married at that person. I, for real. <laughs> don't be too quick to reveal your desire to get married. Is that maybe a... You don't want to scare them away with being too serious too soon kind of thing? That's what I think it might be. Okay, like, but Let if, the relationship grow before you're like, I want to marry you.
1: okay. But if, if we're just dating to have fun, then what we dating for? Cause... Well, it's not necessarily
0: dating to have fun. It's you date. Not every person you date is going to be the one you wind up sure. getting married to.
1: Sure. But if our end goal in dating is to eventually get married, whether I'm dating the person that I'm going to marry currently or not then I feel like marriage is always going to do we have to sit down and say okay how many kids do you want to have how many pets where are we going to live what that kind of thing but I feel like going into it with a mutual understanding that at the end marriage is the goal
0: Maybe it's about timing. Maybe it's not revealing your desire to get married. Like, you want to get married right now, but you know she's not ready. Right. Or the other person's not ready. And so wait until you know you're both ready before you all actually jump into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe.
1: Or you can get invested in a relationship that you've been in for a long time and, oh, come to find out person has serious marriage issues and doesn't right. ever want to get married at all. And, <laughs> well, you've wasted your time.
0: Yep. All right, number <laughs> six. Relationships are constantly being tested by cautious lovers who like to nibble at the bait before swallowing the hook. I do not like the way he's phrasing this. This testing procedure takes many forms, but it usually involves pulling backward from the other person to see what will happen.
1: So, basically... So
0: he's saying that expect the person that you're dating to
1: want to take a break or break this, up yeah. with you just to kind of see how you react
0: to and it you know what that's kind of true that happened with adria and i really oh we yeah it did happen for two with y'all and we came right back to it but adria like, no, was the one who miserable. put
1: her foot down right mister i gotta break up with you because we watched all the movies, <laughs> i had a very dumb excuse all yes. the movies i don't want to rehash house. all the dumb excuses that i had <laughs> And Deidre said, this is stupid, you are dumb, (laughs) we are still dating, get over it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Seven. Keep in mind that virtually every dating relationship that continues for a year or more and seems to be moving towards marriage will be given the ultimate test. Uh, So this is kind of like... How we say, well, like with, with the addiction of pornography that I used to deal with, I always tell people that also deal with that as you're progressing in your recovery, expect the test to get harder and mm-hmm. harder. The temptations to come at you more randomly and out of nowhere and ridiculously hard to avoid. Right. And I feel like that's kind of what he's saying here is that the closer closer you get to marriage, the more your commitment is going to be tested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight, do not depend entirely upon one another for the satisfaction of every emotional need. Hmm. This is true. That's, That's such a good absolutely one. Absolutely a good one. Yep. Uh, nine, guard against selfishness in your love. Uh, it says love affair, but I don't want to confuse people we are not talking about affairs. Right. Uh, neither the man nor the woman should do all the giving.
1: We what? talked about this earlier this week.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, number 10, beware the blindness of of obvious warning signs or beware of blindness to obvious warning signs. Um, mm. People who ignore the warning signs because yeah. they think. Yeah. Number 11. Beginning early in the dating relationship, treat the other person with respect and expect the same in return. If you're not being respected by your significant other, that would be a bad sign
2: because
0: mm-hmm. that probably won't change. Yep. Twelve, do not equate human worth with flawless beauty or handsomeness.
1: I need to tell Canon that one. <laughs> <laughs> She's
0: pretty, Mom. Thirteen. If genuine love has escaped you thus far, don't begin believing no one would ever want me. Ooh. That's true.
1: That's a that's a good one.
0: Fourteen. Regardless of how brilliant the love has been. Take time to check your assumptions with your partner before committing yourself to marriage. So that's kind of like what you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But if you've been dating this whole time and you find out the other person doesn't even want to get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fifteen, sexual familiar, familiar I can't familiarity. Say the word. Thank you. Can be deadly to a relationship. Now I, ex- I know exactly what he's saying here.
1: Okay, explain. It's
0: that it's that being sexually Involved with your significant other uh-huh. is reserved for marriage. Right. And it's reserved that way for a reason, mm-hmm. both spiritual and relational. Right. And if you start doing all that stuff before you even get married, uh, it ruins that and it also puts you at a higher risk of divorce.
1: Okay. Yeah. Or
0: breaking up. Um, you don't ever... You have to come into a relationship. Ideally, you're both virgins mm-hmm. at this point. that mm-hmm. You haven't had another partner. Right. And you want to come into a relationship both growing and learning how to explore this new part of your life mm-hmm. together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So all the people that are afraid of not being sexually compatible with your spouse or whatever. Well, if you're both doing this for the first time and learning together, mm-hmm. you have no choice but to be compatible. You right. will be compatible because you're the only other person's. Person. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is why it's been, you know, that's why you save it for marriage. Right. And, that makes sense. And uh, you don't want to ruin that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I would say most people, even Christian couples, fail to reach that mark. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't consider myself high and mighty because Adrian and I were able to technically be virgins mm-hmm. uh, by marriage. But I do think that it it was a, a major benefit to us, especially mm-hmm. in our harder years. But, of course, we did other stuff before that, which we shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, Just never went all the way, per se. Um, But definitely keep it controlled. Do it God's way, because it's always better. Yeah. 16. If that wasn't uncomfortable enough. uh, 16. (laughs) If the commitment between a man and a woman is given insufficient importance in their lives, it will wither like a plant without water. But extreme dependency can be just as deadly.
2: Hmm.
0: Much like with water. Too little water, too much water. Yeah. can kill you.
1: Yep. That's so <laughs> true, though. Man. Yeah.
0: And then 17 there is nothing about marriage that eliminates the basic need for freedom and respect in romantic interactions. Keep the mystery and the dignity in your relationship.
2: Hmm.
0: I like it. I like pretty much the whole list there. Mm hmm. Dr. James Dobson, you hit it at the park this time. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Marriage is fun.
1: You know, it is. Mm -hmm. It It should be. Absolutely. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It sucks a lot of times. It's difficult to make it through. Mm
0: -hmm. But sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes it can go for long stretches where it's not fun. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can feel like there's no way you can get back to fun again. But guess what? You can. cycles back around. Yep. It'll come around again. Yep. You have
1: to make the commitment, though. You
0: gotta commit. You gotta stick to it. You gotta be miserable for a little bit. That's what the whole for worse part was about in your vows. hmm It wasn't if something bad happened to you from the outside. It was if something bad was happening...
1: From the inside. From the inside. Yeah.
0: And you're still gonna remain committed and get through it. Yep. <sighs> I feel That's like her, we should have a thing.
1: her two cents in marriage.
0: We should... We should start a whole just a week on marriage.
1: Let's do it, Matt. (laughs) We've been through enough garbage (laughs) at thirteen years and fifteen years of marriage for you guys.
0: How long have we been married? Uh, No, we've been married for thirteen. Thirteen. Okay,
1: so we're both at thirteen years, but you guys have been together for 17?
0: Yes, we've been together since two thousand, so eighteen. Yeah. That's crazy. December of 2000. You
1: guys could have, I mean, technically you couldn't have, but you could have a graduating child at this point. At this point,
0: we could if we had at that point. Right. But we didn't, as we just talked about.
1: Well, exactly.
0: (laughs) All right. Enough of that. You're listening to the best of the Back Row. You know, if it wasn't for a goofy Twitter account called at Backrow Baptist, Back Radio would never exist. So every now and then we pay homage to that greatest of all time wasters, Twitter. <laughs> by sharing some of our favorite tweets from anonymous church humor accounts. And today we're going to spotlight one specific account. At bro underscore testaments with a Z. Here are some of his best tweets. All of which must be shouted with enthusiasm because they're all in all caps. Oh gosh. Do you started
1: to I- I I start. Hold on. If she don't know Michael Tate didn't start the news, boys, she too young for you, fam.
0: I think she has to be mad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you only yell when you're mad.
0: Also, back up off the mic a little bit as we're Uh yelling these. (laughs) Apologies to anyone wearing earbuds. (laughs) You're now deaf.
1: (laughs) No, or they just fell out of their office chair.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Don't be unequally yoked, little homies. If you got to date someone, make sure they totes (laughs) Chris.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, Dude rolled up to me and pointed at my worn-out kicks like, what are those? And I'm like, those are feet hard-working for the Lord, fam.
0: (laughs) Homie, miss me with that beer tap. I only tap into the power of the Lord Almighty.
1: (laughs) That the only pot I need in my life at 420 is a coffee pot.
0: (laughs) If you got time to go cray-cray, you got time to go (laughs) (laughs) pray-pray.
1: Oh, gosh. (laughs) I can't even say some of these. (sighs) Huh. Hey, girl, you look good. Come over here for a second. Let me holla at you. What's good, Ma? What's your favorite Bible translation? (laughs)
0: LMBO, the first fool to see Jesus turn water into wine must have been like, yo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You think you got the upper hand with all that money, man? But if you ain't got Jesus, you ain't got Jack.
0: If Family Force 5 is on the stereo, you can't stop the party. This roof is not my son, but I will raise it anyway.
1: <laughs> when <clears throat> I feel like I'm a drowning, I just remember Jesus walked on water player. Best lifeguard in the biz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you fools don't witness, it's like saying I'm cool if y'all go to hell when you die. Call me double sushi because I'm just too raw tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now walking to the church like, what up? I got a big Bible. <laughs>
0: I think that's a line from that song, Thrift Shop.
1: The Thrift Shop?
0: The Thrift Shop song. Oh, no, I don't. Now, walking thought- to the church like, what up, I got a big Bible.
1: Oh. <laughs> nope, there you go. You should have uh, done that one.
0: Whenever I get down, I just remember that there was a talking donkey in the Bible, and then I'm like, anything is possible, yo. <laughs>
1: uh, found out the worship guy's been using that auto-tune to hit the high harmonies. Man, you got a.
2: Ah,
0: want, one? Your last one, and you messed it up.
1: Okay. My Take bad. two. <laughs> Found out the worship guy's been using that auto tune to hit the high harmonies. Man, you ain't got to lie to kick it.
0: <laughs> Son, I know you heard me say, Don't touch my waffle fries, dog. I hope all the Chick fil A's next to your thieving butt closed down. Shoo.
1: My goodness. <laughs> all right, bro testaments. Whoever oh. you are, I feel like you truly are my bro.
0: Fantastic. Can we be oh. friends?
1: Can we be friends, yo? I just want to be your friend, that's all. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I'm your sister in Christ and everything, but I just for real want to be your friend.
0: Call me Double Sushi, because I'm just too raw. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> uh. Thank you for listening to the best of Matt and Mo here on backrowradio.com. For more of Matt and Moe's antics throughout the years, follow our podcast, The Morning Side Hug, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can hear brand new episodes of The Morning Side Hug Monday through Thursday on backrowradio.com at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. See you again real soon.